You are listening to South Florida Sunday, and we thank you for joining us this morning. I'd like to welcome our next guest to the program, and it is Dr. Anthony Beltran of Tenet Health, and we are here today to talk about men's health. Uh, Dr. Beltran, a urologist on staff at Good Samaritan Medical Center, and we're talking about men's health, the importance of getting checked for prostate, testicular, and colon cancer. Doctor, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell us, why are men afraid to go to the doctor, especially when it comes to their health below the belt, as they say? You know, I, I think that men, and I often see this in my practice, men come after, after having symptoms for quite a while, for six months, several years, I think it's just been indoctrinated in men that we kind of ignore our symptoms and go on with our life thinking it's not important. So even when we have symptoms, we don't like going to the doctor, and we certainly don't go to the doctor for regular screening. And honestly, it's just a mentality that I think we all live with. Well, when should men go to see a doctor suspecting they may have an issue, say, with their prostate? Well, so in general, I would be honest with you. I think men really need to, much like women, need to uh, go see your doctor once a year. It's important to get generalized screening for uh, in hypertension, diabetes, and all your general stuff. But prostate issues, those generally start to come into play when you're about 45 and older. So we definitely want to start thinking about our prostates after the age of 45. And how important is it for men to get a colonoscopy? Oh, that's very important. Uh, interestingly enough, about 200,000 people a year develop colorectal cancer. And so screening becomes very, very important. Currently, our recommendations are to get a colonoscopy once a year, uh, excuse me, once every 10 years, starting around the age of 50. The incidence of colon cancer has actually dropped about 2%, which is great. But unfortunately, the incidence of colon cancer in younger men is actually going up. And so there is a, a strange thing here that if you have a family history or specific symptoms, you might think about getting a colonoscopy at a younger age, maybe around 40 or 45 years old. So, you know, the, the saying that it's necessary around the age of 50 is kind of our baseline, but some men really need to start thinking about it at an earlier time in their life because there is, seems to be a growing rate or incidence of colon cancer in younger men. The doctor, some of the techniques and treatments used to treat prostate cancer as recently as 20 years ago um, seem, I guess in some cases to men, a little frightening. Uh, can you tell us how those techniques and treatments have changed in the last 20 years and possibly become a little less invasive? Sure. You know, um, I've been doing uh, urology now for the last 25 years, so I certainly got to see the original uh, surgeries and how they were all done, and we have progressed quite a bit since then. So currently our two standard or mainstay therapies for prostate cancer is either going to be surgery or radiation therapy. And just in short, you know, surgery has come a long, long way. We now do it robotically. We don't cut the patient open any longer. The healing's faster. And using this robotic technique, we have a better camera system. We can see everything in high-definition television. We can use uh, a 3D television. So we have so much better visualization or being able to see what we do inside the human body than we were ever able to do before. It has allowed a lot of those complications or horror stories that one might hear to go far away from where we were seeing it 20 and 25 years ago. 
As far as the radiation therapy, it's kind of the same thing. If you think about it, our computers 20 years ago were the size of your desk, and they were very slow. And now your computer is essentially your telephone. So with the advent of the computer system and technology, we're actually able now to take radiation therapy and really hone it down and tone it down to a very specific beam just to get to the prostate and the prostate cancer, which allows a lot less damage to surrounding tissues when you have a treatment for prostate cancer. And probably something that doesn't get as much attention as prostate cancer in men is testicular cancer. What are some of the symptoms uh, that men should look out for? You know, testicular cancer is uh, an interesting disease. While it's not nearly as common as colon cancer or prostate cancer, colon cancer is the fourth largest cancer that's ever diagnosed, followed followed immediately behind by prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. The testicular cancer is less common, but interestingly enough, it's actually more common in younger men, ages 20 to 35. And those are the population of men that really have to be careful. And unfortunately, as we are younger and we think we're healthy and invincible, we don't think about going to the doctor. But we have to be a little careful about testicular cancer in younger men. We hear a lot about breast cancer in women and self-exams. Is there a self-test men can perform to see if they are suffering from testicular cancer? Absolutely. Actually, that's probably the most accurate way to diagnose testicular cancer is a self-exam. So men should always be able to feel what's going on in their body and feel the testicles themselves. They should become familiar with how the testicle actually feels. Because what you're looking for with testicle cancer is something that's an abnormal growth or a lump, or a bump, or something that's just not been there before. Testicular cancer, in general, really doesn't present with pain. It's not a pain syndrome, although on occasion somebody can have a dull ache or kind of a heavy pressure along with their symptoms. But but the most, most common symptom is going to be an abnormal lump or bump. So knowing what the testicles feel like is really important because when you get that sudden change, that's when you really want to seek out a doctor's opinion. I can remember as a young child, I don't want to divulge my age, but i am uh, been around a long time. And as I remember as a child, just, just hearing the word cancer or a diagnosis of cancer in, in those days was pretty much a death sentence. Uh, we've come a long way since then. What's the success rate for testicular cancer? So that's a really great thing. So, you know, testicular cancer has actually been the foundation for all modern-day cancer treatment. Prior to testicular cancer modern-day treatment, we didn't know how to treat all the rest of the cancers in the world. And approximately around 1972, 1973, they came up with a modern-day regimen. And because of that, the survival rate of testicular cancer zoomed all the way up into the 90, 95 percentile for cure. And today, testicular cancer remains the most curable cancer out there when found at an early stage. So it's very important to check. Our modern-day chemotherapies are excellent. And in fact, we really base all our other chemo treatments based about what we learned from testicular cancer back in the 70s. 
Doctor, you've mentioned colon cancer in men a couple of times in our conversation. Tell us about colon cancer in men. Colon cancer in men is about uh, 200,000 people are diagnosed every single year. We unfortunately lose about 50,000 people from colon cancer every year. So, again, found early, it is very curable, but in later stages, not so much so. The important things to remember about colon cancers and things that may increase your risk for developing colon cancer, not only is your age, but is your diet and your physicality. And what I'm talking about is a healthy diet, lower in protein, and we know we like to grill out and we like to smoke, but some of those things and all those proteins and red meats that we're eating is actually increases our risk for colon cancer. And then our sedentary lifestyle, which we are now developing, also has increased our risk for developing colon cancer. So the best thing to do is to lay down that steak and take a jog for two miles every day, and we might live a lot longer. Are any symptoms that you could mention for us uh, for men who uh, may be experiencing colon cancer? So the most common symptom that one would have with colon cancer is bleeding or blood in the stools. And sometimes it's not bright red blood, but sometimes it's just a changing color of your stools. Sometimes the stools become black and tarry, which is a very important sign. So anytime you get a, a suspected change in color or bleeding, that's going to be a big red flag. The other thing you may see is sometimes you get a change in consistency or size or shape of your bowel movement, and that's also going to be an important sign to get something checked out. And I'm going to guess that the uh, treatment for colon cancer, like the other treatments that we've discussed, uh, has come a long way in the last few years as well. Absolutely. We, you know, again, we're doing laparoscopic robotic surgery, especially here at Tenant Health. Uh, we have four robots in the operating room suites here where we treat tremendous amounts of cancer. And we rarely, rarely ever have to open anybody up to have surgery anymore. So the healing time is much faster and the overall outcomes are much better. Doctor, we've covered a lot of ground in a period, a short period of time. Is there anything that you wanted to share with our listeners that we didn't get to in our conversation today? Well, I just wanted to uh, take a real quick point out that, uh, you know, here at uh, Good Samaritan Hospital, we're, we're at full steam ahead. We're open. We're using all the latest safeguards to prevent anybody from getting any transmissible diseases like corona. But uh, we are open for business, and we are continuing to treat uh, all our diseases as well as all our cancers and try not to delay diagnosis and any other health care issues because of the fear of the coronavirus. Dr. Antonio Beltran, urologist on staff at Good Samaritan Medical Center, thank you for being with us on South Florida Sunday. You stay safe. Great. Thank you, and thank you for having me.